Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. I'm Deb McBride, and I am recording this in lovely Escazú, Costa Rica, where we had an unseasonable shower today. But now that nature has taken care of my garden for me, I am very grateful. So (laughs) it is December 10th in the year 2023, a Sunday, and we have very few weeks left to this year. And I would like to invite you to my masterclass on December 18th at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, which is called Vision of the Future 2024. And we're going to be discussing next year. So the astrology of next year, the presentation will all be about the astrology of next year. And I would love to have you join me. This is going to be exciting because there's a couple of really big things happening next year, and they happen relatively early in the one's early in the year, and one is relatively early in the year. And we have lots to look forward to. So, what are your energetic projections for next year? What are your wishes and dreams? What do you want to create? And how would you like to go forth into 2024? Join me. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's only $55. You can book this through my website, thegoldenastrologer.com. Click book online. You will find the link to uh, order order your seat. And you can also write to me, and I will send it to you, deb at debmcbride.com, info at thegoldenastrologer.com. I also am putting it regularly on Instagram stories, and I just sent out my mailing list a blog about the new moon this week and all sorts of other stuff. And it's in there. The link is in there as well. So if you're on my mailing list, you can go um, to your mailbox and uh, collect that new email that I just sent out a little while ago. And you can click on the link and join me. And don't forget my alchemy membership starts in January as well. This is going to be very exciting. I'm very excited about my alchemy membership. It's going to be really cool. It's going to be a monthly transformational event where we do a, a brief astrology update, but also an energetic activation and an experience of an energetic transmission training that I will present. And we'll have a Facebook group for members, and we'll have all sorts of goodies coming, PDFs, little statements, things that help you, motivate you, uh, inspire you. These will all be available in the membership, all sorts of goodies. So join me. I want to do it at the end of January because then everything's direct astrologically, and it's a good moment. So yes. And... Don't forget I'm available for expansion mentoring and if you are curious about what that is, that is a longer experience of working with me three months, six months, 12 months and we up level your life. We bring you to a new place and I have a lot of tools that I can work with for you so contact me about that as well. And the week ahead, well, first I want to talk about this lovely Venus-Jupiter that we are having right now. And it started, it was exact yesterday, and it wasn't exact until 10.35 p.m. Eastern Time, which was like 9.35 p.m. my time. But it, it, it still was, you know, when we're up and coming, we're feeling it, and when we are on the other side of it, we're feeling it. And I think 
it is a really beautiful aspect. I know it's in opposition. It happens once a year. Venus goes opposite Jupiter. Venus is in Scorpio. Jupiter is in Taurus. And the, the really lovely thing about it is I know for me, I felt really bathed in gratitude really a lot of gratitude for the people in my life, for the community I have, especially here, for Costa Rica itself. And my my lovely friends and I here went to a Christmas village yesterday. If you saw my stories on Instagram, I put the pictures up. There's this one little village in Alajuela, and I'm in San Jose, but Alajuela is like the neighboring county. And they are they do this Christmas village every year and it's just a couple of streets and it's extremely charming. People have their houses decorated and yes, that happens in lots of neighborhoods all over the world, but these people come out in the evenings every night from December 1st to the 24th, I guess, and they have things that they have baked and created and and made beverages and goodies and all sorts of stuff for you sometimes they're making them right outside in front of you sometimes they're already baked and all for you and you can buy their treats and their yummy things and I you know I think this is a great great thing for their neighborhood because I think every year they these people who probably don't have like they're not from what I understand, like extremely wealthy people. This is a charming, humble neighborhood. And these people uh, are like selling their selling their uh, their baked goods and their yummy treats and all sorts of good stuff on the street in in front of their homes and they they welcome you and it's just delightful and it's so sweet and charming and costa ricans are so lovely i mean i say it all the time but they're just so lovely and you we bought rompope and you know my friend monica's like this is the mission rompope which is eggnog and you know the eggnog definitely had some rum in it um (laughs) and everybody's got a different eggnog and they're homemade and you can taste them you can buy them they have bottles if you like what you have in your little cup you can buy them buy a bottle and they also have rice pudding which is arroz con leche and that's delicious and you know you can get other little goodies like to eat like chicken and and stuff like that and and uh pupusas which are like a sort of a baked on top of the grill bread thing where like they fill them with you know things like you know vegetables like uh, yeah or meat and stuff like that so little little good yummy things and I think these people make money every year and it's really nice to support them and it's just lovely to go and experience this and then there's like a little fair in the football field nearby so we did this last night and it was so festive and so heartwarming and so venus jupiter you know venus even though it's an opposition it's still this heartwarming thing and it's a very lovely experience and it was lovely to be social and with people and this was the perfect venus jupiter opposition setting because i got to be with the people I love and see these other people who are just so loving and thoughtful and generous and bringing their, you know, homemade items outside for everyone. And the weather's beautiful here, you know, it's not like it's freezing and they're standing there freezing like Christmas fairs back in New York where I used to live. 
And I was saying, um, I was saying last night when we were driving, we were going to a restaurant, and we found that was the other thing. We found this beautiful Italian restaurant that was quiet for a Saturday night, and very homey and absolutely delicious food. So it was just perfect. It was perfect, and I couldn't have been happier. And the the thing I was saying on the way to the restaurant, um, which was new for us, and and a whole new experience and a new area and a new plaza we went to. It was just really wonderful. Um, when we were driving there, I said, you know what? The weather in December in Costa Rica is absolutely gorgeous. It's bright blue. It's really windy and it's sunny and it's just, it's just delicious. And I'm not dreaming of a white Christmas. <laughs> I'm really not. Those songs were written up North. And, and of course there's the Hawaiian Christmas song, but, um, you know what? I'm so happy to not have snow, and honestly, I don't miss that weather pattern. So, yes, I'm not dreaming of a white Christmas, and um, I love the weather. December is like the best month. Everybody talks about what a great month December is, especially in San Jose. It's a really beautiful, sunny, bright blue, breezy, perfect temperature month. It's gorgeous. So, absolutely outstanding. So, that was Venus Jupiter. Venus Jupiter. And we have the new moon coming this week. And the new moon is on Tuesday. And I just wrote about it on my blog, so you can you can look at it. And it happens at 6.32 p.m. Eastern Time. And the moon is in Sagittarius. The sun is in Sagittarius. They are ruled by Jupiter. Shortly thereafter, about seven and a half, less than eight hours after that new moon, Mercury goes retrograde. So it'll be, depending on where you are, it'll be Wednesday morning, or if you're in the Pacific time zone, it'll be Tuesday night. And it's an amazing, interesting thing. And I'll tell you why, and I talk about this in my blog, that these two are connected because Mercury is retrograding in Capricorn. Okay, it's going to start its retrograde in Capricorn. It's going to go back to Sagittarius. And the new moon is, you know, ruled by a retrograde Jupiter. So this is different. Last year, remember last year when I talked about this before Thanksgiving, the new moon was happening just as Jupiter went direct, so it was very powerful. And Jupiter is in Taurus. Last year, Jupiter was in Aries, and it was this really incredible feeling of, you know, abundance and moving forward. Well, that moving forward doesn't happen until December 31st, because that's when Jupiter really goes direct. Or if you're like again in the Pacific time zone or even Eastern I think it goes the night of the 30th but December the end of the year just as we're beginning the new year and celebrating the end of the old one so we've got Mercury retrograde which will go back into Sag in the coming weeks and then this Jupiter which is ruling this new moon and the new moon happening just as Mercury is about to retrograde so they're connected and this asks for contemplation and contemplation, introspection, taking a step back, because Mercury retrograde always asks us to take a step back and rethink and revisit. And so when Mercury retrograde happens at the end of the year, as it, last year it went retrograde at 
like the 29th of December or something like that, or close to the end of the very end of the year. So it's like retrograding just as we were starting the new year, which is why I kept saying, we're not really starting the new year on January 1st. So that was very complicated, I felt. And we are ending this old year and really jumping forward into the new year with two planets going direct, you know, on either side of the year. And this is an opportunity to look at this last year. What did it mean for you? What did it do for you? Where were you during this year? What did you accomplish? What made you happy? What didn't make you happy? What, what expectations did not get met? Um, this is why we want to talk about next year, next week, when I have my event. But this is something different. We're looking at the past. We're looking at this whole year and where did we go? We want to, you know, we want to sort out what our energetic projections are for next year as we contemplate this past year. So it's really good. I think this is actually a perfectly timed Mercury retrograde that the heavens have arranged for us. <laughs> and thank you, heavens. Thank you, spirit guides and guardians of the planetary systems. <laughs> this is a perfectly timed Mercury retrograde because it's not interfering with the new year. It's letting us wind down the year in the month of December and really look at where we've been and what we don't want to take into the new year, right? So when Mercury retrogrades in December, we can really say, okay, I, I know what this is about. And it invites us, of course, the, all the re's. I always tell you this during your retrograde. Review, revisit, rewire, rewire your brain, rethink, re-experience, reconnect. And all of these things are so important to do during this Mercury retrograde. So it moves from Capricorn, which is very practical and organized, to back into Sagittarius, which is hopeful, optimistic, explorative, um, expansive. You know, it's so it's a two different energies. But I just love that Jupiter and Mercury are so involved with each other in this. So it's thinking, it's expanding, it's expanding your thoughts, your ideas. And you know what else? This is going to help us get our energetic projections together for next year for how we want to push ourselves into this new year or like arrive at the door of the new year so this new moon is going to help us do that it is in fiery sagittarius it's still in sag right so there's still that feeling of yeah it's a new moon in sag i'm rocking i'm rolling i'm excited and then mercury goes retrograde and you're like huh let me think about this let me think about this so that's kind of it. It's a bit of a rah-rah moment, and you'll feel it. You'll feel it all day Tuesday, and then it comes, and it's good, and it's energetic, and then there's Mercury retrograde. So we're going to wake up Wednesday morning with Mercury retrograde, and, you know, it could be that you're in Europe listening to this, or Australia. Hi, Europe. Hi, Australia. Hi, South Africa. And you are listening to this, and you are... Um, knowing that Mercury's going to retrograde at some point in your day. You'll already be awake and then Mercury will retrograde like during breakfast or lunch or something. So it's really, it's really a time for some contemplation and it's good. It's a good, it's a well-timed Mercury retrograde. And some other things that are happening is one of the things that's happening tomorrow is the sun is going to in conjunct Uranus. And 
that's an exciting aspect. And actually, this whole new moon is kind of in conjunct Uranus. And an in conjunct is that needling aspect. It's that one I talk about that's a little uncomfortable. It's not completely clear. And so this new moon is going to make this relationship on Tuesday. The sun will make the relationship late Monday night. And we are looking at this again as a moment of pausing because it's the sun and then the sun and the moon together uh, in this in conjunct of Uranus, which is a needling, like I said, a needling aspect, but also it's electrified by Uranus's energy. And so it's a little clumsy. It's a little clumsy. So do be careful. Do be careful because you might like get ahead of yourself in some way. And that's, that's sort of the nature of Uranus with a fiery new moon in Sag doing this in conjunct to Uranus, we can be making these uh, sort of compulsive moments, moves, and these uh, sort of spontaneous actions. And you need to try to think it out a little bit, okay? Don't have, like, don't trip over your own feet. It's one of those times, okay? Be careful with that. Don't trip over your own feet. It's like, ah, what did I do? It's just, it can be a little too much wiry, wired, electrical energy, okay? String your Christmas lights in advance. <laughs> just make sure that you are really just sort of taking one step at a time, moving one foot in front of the other and not allowing yourself to get kind of entangled, entangled in the Christmas wires, okay, of your of your Christmas lights. Hopefully that's already done. <laughs> um but it's, it's, it is a little, dis, it's, a, it's an uncomfortable aspect, but it, like I said, it's a little clumsy and it is something that it's best to pause, it's best to take one step, one detail of this at a time. Don't get ahead of yourself. So that's one of the things that's happening. Um, and this new moon does challenge Neptune. Now, this is something interesting because, as is often the case with these lunations, the moon itself challenges Neptune um, a few hours after the new moon because the moon moves faster than the sun. And then a few days later, the sun challenges Neptune. So we've got the new moon challenging Neptune. What is this? Again, it's this fiery new moon squaring, challenging Neptune, which is all about water. So there may be some dampening of your enthusiasm, but again, Neptune asks us to use our intuition, to be sensitive, to connect to insights, to connect to intuition, and to make sure that we're listening very deeply. And it does bring us to a place of contemplation as well. It also includes a little bit of ambiguity, lack of clarity. And the lack of clarity it may propel us into that moment of contemplation. Like, I really need to take a step back because I'm, I'm confused. I'm just, and I'm not, this is not going as I expected, or I need to re-navigate. And that could be really just sort of sitting down and setting your ship a sail to some other destination than you thought you were already going. Remember what I talked about last week with Neptune, boats, rocking, water, you know, going from point A to point B, but really point C. Um, so this is, this is something we want to really contemplate. 
with Neptune. We want to use it as part of our contemplation process because the moon is going to square Neptune on Tuesday, like after that new moon, right before the Mercury retrograde, about 20 minutes or so before. And then Saturday, the 16th, next Saturday, a week from now, the sun is going to square Neptune. So this is all lingering in the air as we're working with our week, as we're moving through it and evolving through our week. So Neptune is going to be figuring prominently again this week because of the new moon squaring it, because of the sun really digging in and squaring it next Saturday and all of that Neptunian energy hanging in the air. And it's, you know, and then there's Mercury retrograde. So this is, this is asking us once again to really find our clarity, find our navigation, find the place where we think we are desiring to go as opposed to where we thought we should go okay you know it's a it's a re-navigation of your course so please take the time to be with that take the time to be with the sun and neptune and the the new moon and neptune okay so there's there's some re-establishing where you're going with these now the other thing here is that um, Mars is trining Chiron. So this is an interesting dynamic because it is a smooth one and they are both in fire. Mars is in Sag, trining Chiron, which is in Aries, Mars's sign. And so Mars and Chiron can work together in a very uh, productive way here. And this is an uh, excellent example of when you can really see your wounds, connect with what has been bothering you, and just either do something about it, do something productive about it, or see it for what it is and acknowledge it, give it the energy it needs, and then just move on with your life. So this is a, a good aspect. You may not notice it because it's a trine, and oftentimes trines just sort of glide by us. But if you notice, like you're, you feel a healthier sense of self around certain things that might have triggered you or bothered you in the past, this is a really good reminder with Mars and Chiron. Okay, so this is something that we're having 5:55 p.m. Eastern Time on Friday the 15th, and it's. I think it's a really good. Uh, time to sort of sit with something, let it pass through you, work with it, and you'll get someplace. You feel like you're actually being productive with that energy. And also to recognize why something may have occurred in your life and what you learned from it. It's a good thing. Tomorrow we're also having um, Mercury and Venus speak very nicely to each other in an aspect called a sextile, which you've heard me mention before. And a sextile is a smooth flowing aspect. It's half a trine. So it's a 60 degree aspect. It's when something is in one sign, there's a, another sign in between, and then it's the next sign. So Mercury's in Capricorn and Venus is in Scorpio. So it's two signs between them. And that's a sextile. And Mercury and Venus are really good for communicating uh, our creative pursuits, our creative desires, our love relationships, where we might want to tell someone we love them, um, our creative ideas and this is something really very positive so we like that it's a really good thing and it happens you know every so often um throughout the year because they both move relatively quickly so it's it's actually a really good it's a good thing to have and it's it smooths things over very nicely then there is a venus later in the week still in scorpio she's going to be in scorpio till like the 29th of 
December when she moves into Sagittarius. So she's in Scorpio, not her favorite place, but I think she's doing okay right now because of her opposition with Jupiter. And then, you know, this nice talking to Mercury and next week she's going to oppose, uh, next week she's going to oppose Uranus. So that's, that's fun and exciting. And so we have Venus at the end of the week making an inconjunct to Chiron. So she's going to be making this inconjunct to Chiron as Mars is trining Chiron. And so she may highlight something else. So remember the inconjunct that I mentioned earlier is like what the sun, new moon is doing to Uranus. This is another relationship where it's a little bit needling and it's a little, it's a little bit, you know, it might poke at your wound. You might get triggered. Be aware of this. Be aware of this as Sunday the 17th arrives and we have this experience. And then we are just sort of maintaining awareness about Venus and Chiron. And, you know, it's a passing thing. It's a wave. It's a wave. It just, it will come. It will show up. You might feel a little out. And then you just release it, let it go, let it move. Okay? Um, not something to hold on to and to keep rehashing and Monday the 18th which we'll talk about more next week is going to give us that next that second Mercury trying Jupiter so we got the Mercury trying Jupiter last week in the middle of the week as we were having you know Neptune station direct and all we were getting that Mercury trying Jupiter the next day that was Thursday and so it was I felt it strongly early in the week but Monday the 18th, which is my event, you know, I think I picked it because I liked the Mercury-Jupiter aspect we're having that day. So that's another trine. So some of the story that we had from last week, the good part of the story, is going to come back on the 18th. And then the third part will be in January when Mercury is direct and Mercury and Jupiter are still speaking to each other very nicely. And the moon right now is in Scorpio. It's going to travel from Scorpio today into Sagittarius tomorrow. It will enter Sagittarius at 6.11 a.m. Eastern Time. It'll be there for that new moon on Tuesday. And then it will enter Capricorn at 10.31 a.m. Wednesday Eastern Time. Stay in Capricorn. And it will then enter Aquarius on Friday when we're having that nice Mars trine Chiron. The moon is in Aquarius, 12.56 p.m. It will enter Aquarius. So we don't have long void moons because Pluto is at the very end of Capricorn. And that experience means that like when the moon moves over Pluto at the very end of Capricorn, we really have like a two-hour void moon waiting period layover <laughs> before the next flight um, at 12.56 p.m. So it's 11.04 a.m. that the moon goes void on Friday as it passes over Pluto and then it goes into Aquarius. And then um, it will be in Aquarius um, for a good portion of the weekend until it enters Pisces at 2.58 p.m. Eastern Time on Sunday the 17th. And that is our show for today and this week. So the big event is this lovely new moon. Enjoy it. Do something fun and Sagittarian. Remember, Sagittarius is about faith. It's about belief. It's about trust. And you know, maybe you remember my podcast from last year when I was told to trust. Trust Deborah. My friend Alejandro kept telling me, trust. That was the day we went to this 
same Christmas fair and I got to experience it for the first time so I was very glad I trusted and yesterday I said to him when he said we're going I'm like okay good um and I trust and he's like yes of course trust <laughs> and we decided that trust and you know what it does pay to trust because I was joking but this is all seriousness when you trust then you're in alignment then when you're in alignment things flow to you things you magnetize things to you so we got to stay in that good Sagittarian energy we're in the sun in Sagittarius we're gonna have a new moon in Sagittarius trust and allow things to flow to you and magnetize those things that you want and it was funny because one of our friends could make it and he said well they didn't trust <laughs> and and I said well look and we found this great new restaurant and we found well new to us restaurant and all these wonderful things happened because we trusted so trust the universe may have something better planned for you so as we go into this lovely Sagittarius new moon be sure you trust Okay, thank you so much for listening. It is always a pleasure to hear from people telling me how much they enjoyed my podcast. So please, um, you know, it's always just know that it's I'm always in gratitude to all of you for listening. Thank you so much. I hope you have a beautiful new moon, a beautiful week ahead as we start this new Mercury retrograde and asking us to contemplate 2023. Many blessings to you. Much gratitude. Have a beautiful week. Thank you for listening.